Hello everybody, this is Captain Katz. And we are Katz. Alright, welcome back to the show. This week, we're just going to talk about one of the biggest stories that's out there right now. Netflix's rendition of The Sandman. Mm. And we just finished it, and all I have to say is it lived up to my expectations. And by far, I wouldn't say by far, I would say it is the perfect adaptation of any source of medium of comics out there. Even Watchmen. This was way better than Watchmen. This was way better than the god-awful DC Universe that, the, that they have right now that's going on. And so on and so forth. Even whatever Marvel had and everything. I think this was the most perfect one out there. Mm. I mean, I'm not a big fan. I, mean, I didn't really read the comics back then, but... But, um, you know, thanks to the series, like, you know, kind of intrigues me, you know? Yeah. With, with its, you know, settings and, the, you know, how Morpheus, you know, the beginning part where, you know, Morpheus became what he was, you know, trapped. Right. And then um, further episodes down the road, you know, it, it, it all interconnects. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the, yeah, so this episode, so this podcast, we are going to be talking about the Sandman. We're going to talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and what we want to see next. Or, and, and, or, you know, um, what shows that we would, what comics that we would like to have a great adaptation, but no, it's never going to happen. Bucky (laughs) O'Hare. We'll get to that in a bit. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) so... You know, Sandman, critically acclaimed, praised by all, considered to be, if not the greatest comic series ever to be created, ever to be written, ever to be drawn. Don't believe me? Look at many versions of it that's been coming out over the years, from the original prints to the graphic novels to the omnibus to, I think... The Sandman... I could be wrong, but I think The Sandman was the first comic that in trade and trade back wise that they had like a complete the incomplete collection printed in one volume and i think they're the only one i could be wrong but yeah and um also too one of the comics that was leading the charge back in the 90s for not being a superhero comic and not being a traditional comic but being its own thing you know wanting to be different wanting to be completely off the grid going off the grid wanting to tell stories wanting to tell things that have nothing to do with the traditional superheroes of the time you know you, because of this we had we because of Sandman we had great other comics like Grant Morrison's run on Doom Patrol and his run on Animal Man um, Alan Moore's Swamp Thing we had um, also a lot of independent comics that were coming out really good that no one didn't really bother to pay attention at the time until now good example like Mouse mm-hmm. or um, what was it uh, Barefoot Jin from Japan. Barefoot Gen. Be- yes, Barefoot Gen from yeah, Japan. Th- yeah, and um, um, which was funny because when it came out, when it came out in the nineties, here published here in the nineties. Oh, and the Lone Wolf and Cub series, and um, 
um, those series, when they started to come out here in the 90s, no one didn't like, like, what's this? You know? Well, this is where I coined the term, you know, anybody who is a nobody would know something like this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, Lone Wolf and Cub, classic. Shogun Assassin, classic. Uh, Barefoot Jin was a major was a major hit in Japan, and also in other parts of the world. When it was first published and came over here in the, in uh, this side of the world, people were like, "What? What's this about?" And um, well, they should be ashamed. Yeah. Well, you know, when they find out what it, you know what it was, it was Barefoot Jin was about, they should be ashamed of themselves. It wasn't. Yeah. Fast forward like 10, 20 years down the road. Yeah, then people started to acknowledge it. Mm-hmm. But it was a little too late. Yeah. Know? And, but, and, and uh, the author of, uh, you know, and he also, I think he supervised the anime no as well. Mm-hmm. No battery. Um, no battery. Sorry, one of our tech techie things is like low battery. It's warning us. Yep. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it didn't sugarcoat what happened. Um, speaking of which, I think it was yesterday. Hmm. Um... Hiroshima and then Nagasaki. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. that's why you know that's why you know there's barefoot again. Yeah, they did not sugarcoat it. It is what it is. Yeah, and we can never forget. No, never, never. But uh, but I digress. Let's go back to the main topic. Um, Sandman was this comic that was leading the charge for. Here's something completely new. Here's something completely different. Here's something that, if you, if you like comics, but you're sick and tired of what's out on the market, here's this. You know. And um, and I remember reading it back when it first came out. I thought, what the hell is this? Did not know what was going on. Read it, and I was like. This has nothing to do with what I usually read, but I like it. Simply because how the way the characters interacted, how the way the story was told, how weird it was, how uniquely weird it was. Well, I mean, viewing it, you know, from Netflix, um, I kind of liked how it was like, you know, you, you can't really tell whether... There's no good guys or bad guys. It's just going on. Right. And you know, you know, and certain topics like you know Morpheus and stuff like that. You know, they're taken from uh, you know Greek mythology and stuff like that. Morpheus, the god of sleep, right? And all that stuff. And you know, we got Thanatos, who's who's practically who's death. You know, blah, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And um, I was wondering if desire and despair, the twins. Yeah, but then there's but then, well, without getting too much into Greek mythology, I don't see like the fates or the furies. Or the ones, I'm trying to remember their, their Greek name, but they're the ones that, you know, they give you the most violentest death you could possibly imagine. Mm, and then the ones, and the graces. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that, you know, they're, they're, they're good to be friends with and, and totally have your back. Yes. You know, benevolence. Um, but I kind of like how, you know, they're all interacting, especially that episode with Death doing her, doing her job. Right, right. And um, it, it disturbed Morpheus. He's like, you know, I mean, I haven't got to sleep, but, you know, especially the scene with the, the, the babies, like, he had that face like, you know, I may have done cruel things as the, as the god of sleep, but even I do not have 
the compassion. The, no, I don't have the know-how to just go through, do something like that with a baby, and then keep on trucking. Like, okay, whatever, you know. He did. He, he. But without, with, but without showing the emotion. But he. But you can see it in his eyes. Like, I can't do that. Yeah, compassion. He had, he had no compassion and no remorse. Because remember, he was locked up for almost two millennia. You know? No, it was... Oh, oh, oh millennia. Two. Two hundred. Yeah. Almost two hundred years. Yeah. Yeah, so two millennia. Yeah. So, you know, two hundred years being locked up, two millennia being locked up, you know. I think compassion is just thrown out the window. And, you know, whatever's left of his, his, his like, compassion tank for humanity kind of just, like... When he when he was when he escaped, you know, when he was freed. Yeah, all it took was you know seeing what death was doing, and then you know, especially with the baby, and then meeting up with his old friend who who says, ah, eh, you know, the one that, that doesn't die. Yeah, he says that death is stupid, and proving death, yeah, death is stupid. But but by saying, you know, especially when he lost everything, but he's like, death is a mugs game. This ain't nothing. <laughs> I know I feel like shit, but I can do better in another hundred years. <laughs> and and you know when and Morpheus like, wow, you're proving death to really be stupid. <laughs> All right, let's try another hundred years and see what's going on. You know and how he they've met Bill uh, Shaxbert, you know who became Shakespeare and yeah, that, yeah. The only person that touched Morpheus was you know William Shakespeare himself. Well, yeah, but not only that, but also uh, Hob. That was his name, Hob. Yes. Yes, Hob. Um, he became his friend. Hob became Morpheus's friend. His only friend. friend. Yeah. And Hob proved him right. He dared him. Like, yeah, you know, you only, you know, you, you, you're, I'm not the one who's changing. I'm still the same bastard. You're the one who's changed. Because, you know, um, you know, you see me as a friend, you know. Not as someone you're making a bet on, you know, and he got pissed off and He got pissed off because he was right. And it took and it took uh, Sandman to get, you know, trapped in his prison for two hundred years just to realize that yeah, he's the only friend I got. Yeah. And um Yeah, the story, the characters, the dialogue, the atmosphere, the environment, the art. And the only real bad guy, believe it or not, is not the devil. No. It's a nightmare. What was his name? The Corinthian? Yeah. He's the only true bad guy. And, like, you know, he's more eviler than the devil himself? Yeah. But not only that, too, but, like I was saying, you know, you had all this in the comic books. And this comic was on a list of very, 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 very limited list of graphic novels any shape form come internationally that there was no way in hell's chance should be adapted to live action there was this at the time Watchmen but when Watchmen did it they did an okay job you know they, they did they did the best that they could and I give them credit for that the the theatrical release of Watchmen was okay. It wasn't until I saw the Blu-ray director's cut one where I was like, why didn't they release this one? But yeah, it was this, 
it was yeah. So it was Sandman, a good dread movie. It already happened. Um, Berserk. And anything that came out from either Heavy Metal or the 2000 AD comics stories. So the only thing I can say about the 2000 AD Dread with with uh, Keith Urban was great. Will the TV series live up to the app that live up to that? We don't know why because it's still in developmental hell. Mm-hmm. Anything from Heavy Metal. Yeah, that's impossible. Yeah, it's really impossible because the closest thing would be uh, in the original the segment with uh, World War Two bomber and the zombies. But then you got the then you got a big problem. What do we do about the Lochnar? <laughs> well, not just that. If you know, I've read heavy metal for a long time, and there's a lot of things in heavy metal that's like you just can't adapt. You just can't if it's one thing or another. Um, the closest thing we got to it is Love, Death, and Robots. Well, that was supposed to be a reboot of, uh, uh, or, or you know, like a, like another sequel condi- rendition. It was of- supposed to be. It was supposed to be an homage to to uh, heavy metal, but it became its own separate thing later down the road. But still, you know, Sandman was on that list of. Things is impossible. Oh yeah, and war anything from the Warhammer 40k universe. Yeah, that's uh, you know that's impossible to do um, until Stratis came out and look what happened to that. Mm. Um, but what Netflix did, what the creator of Sandman did, with all the people that did for this project. They knocked it out of the park. Weren't they a huge thing? Oh, you know, when we went to Comic Con. Yeah, they were promoting the they were, shit out of it. Yeah, they even did a panel. I wanted to go to a panel, but it was like, pfft. what was it? Ballroom Twenty or was it the dreaded Hall H? Uh, both. Uh, it was rumored that in Hall H they got to see the first episode of Sandman. I don't. I don't. Well, I don't. Well, I wouldn't know because I can't. I wasn't there to even verify that because. Pfft. Yeah, but um, but yeah, this this was great. The actors were great. I think the one of the biggest critics that I the thing the thing that I've read from other critics critiquing the show was some of the actors mm-hmm. didn't fit the roles. And for me, I'm just gonna call BS on that. They were handpicked. By the creator himself. They all did a phenomenal job. They all lived up to expectations. Hell, the actress who did Death, she blew that, she blew it out of the park. She was great. You know, uh, all of the actors that played Death, Desire, Morpheus, uh, Despair, Matthew, Marv, everybody, even the secondary characters as well, the Corinthians and all that, they all did such a good job. They brought this t- 
type they brought like this passion humanity this art vanguard a little bit of shakespearean theatrics and just it worked and on top of that too they didn't go lazy with the environment too especially in in, in the dreaming the dream sequences how the this you know a good amount of it was in england but still it wasn't like boring they didn't use the stereotypical you know places like oh you know there's london and london no you know um just look at a lot of good of the episodes a lot of the episodes like there was parts in england parts in the united states parts in the dreaming all this and it just worked it worked like what what, what do you think um was not bad you know it, it gave me an, enough of intrigue to watch it and if if um if they decide to make a second season or something like that yeah, I'd, I would consider watching it. Yeah. Um, a big if. Yeah, that's a big if right now. Since uh, Netflix and other streaming service companies are right now being really, 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 really happy. Just cancel, 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 cancel. And possibly raising prices. Yeah, so, so we just got to wait and see. Okay. And maybe, it, maybe, maybe... maybe. Because I know, I know, remembering from Comic-Con, Netflix didn't have any panels. I'm just saying, maybe if they decide to bust out, you know, like their own Marvel or these, like, you know, Ballroom 20s, or you know, BOW! Netflix! And then they would properly present, you know, maybe a season two of Sandman or some of their other projects. They kind of did. But they did it hush-hush. <sighs> yeah, or you have to go to one of those, like, like the float on the rock, Hard Rock Hotel industry only invite party thingies something like that uh, but, yeah but I digress so was there anything that you didn't like from Sandman because um, the majority of the critics were just saying like if it, if it was the acting or like if it wasn't the actors if it was the pacing if it wasn't the pacing they went with the stereotypical oh it's not a full adaptation of the comic or it's nothing like the comic. Um, and uh, Neil came out and said, yeah, I wasn't trying to make this word by word or, you know, panel by panel like like the comic. I wanted it to be its own thing, stand on its own two legs. Well, so far, I'd like to say no. I, I don't really see anything bad. Um, so far, nothing. Yeah, I don't see nothing wrong with it. Um, and the only one, and the only uh, actual word by word ad- adaptation which is perfect is uh, <laughs> Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet. And literally, I actually saw it in high school, word for word, Shakespearean. Mm-hmm. That is probably the only, you know, thing that can actually beat everyone's ass. Word for not like not an adaptation, like complete word for word thing. Right. Other than that, um, well, well, at, at least in, in terms of adaptations, um, Sandman did a did a good job. Yeah, it, it didn't it didn't disappoint. Yeah, um, 
mean there's really nothing that I can say. The only the the only negative thing I would have to say, but I'm not saying it because I don't have a problem with it. I'm only gonna say it because it's gonna confuse people, and it's that how some of the episodes are kind of took in two three issues and tried to build them into one issue and one one episode. They put like so much in so little time. Um, good example when they introduced death. That episode had three storylines. Had two major storylines. A total of four issues wrapped in the one in one episode, which is about almost an hour long. Which yeah, which was almost an hour long, and I think the average person who either hasn't read Sandman or 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 who are sticklers to the flow of things and pacing, they're going to be like, I can't, I can't understand it. I don't, I don't know where it's coming from. Why is it moving from this to this? You know, I don't get it. You know, I think they're going to complain about that a lot. I don't blame them. But then again, I'm like, you got to take it for what it is and just run with it. I, mean, and, I did. Yeah. And I, just, like I said earlier, I, uh, I didn't read uh, Sandman or, or whatever. And, you know, I can attest to it. Like, you know, I kind of got what the flow was going on. I didn't have to ask I mean, I'll find out later, but I didn't have to ask. No, like, when we were watching it, you only asked me, like, if you didn't understand a certain character or what was going on. Like, but you never you never asked me that all the time. I think in total, you've only asked me, what, two, three times? But they were legit like, oh, who's this person? Like, is it is he part of that universe or storyline or something like that and i would just explain it yes no here's why and that's simple you know and um and people who haven't read the sandman they can come into this and if they like if they like this highly recommend them to go read the original books go read the original ones and then whatever spin-off that's out there go read those two some of them like constantine Yes, like thank. Ah, oh, I loved it when they they pronounced it, they pronounced it. Yes, it's Constantine, not Constantine. It's Constantine. So, so that ends that whole debate. <laughs> All right, and the one thing that we before we call it a night here, adaptations. Like I said, this was one of the, this was one of the very few, in a very small list of the, comics. Uh, graphic novels and stuff like that that cannot be ad- cannot cannot be adapted to live action. Sandman proved it wrong. Are there ones that you think can benefit from this or still in that level of yeah, it's impossible. Space Pirate Cobra. No way. Okay. I'm just saying. Well, you said Bucky O'Hare, so, but I want, I want to go with that. First, Bucky O'Hare. Why Bucky O'Hare? Because they were in the process of doing it, even though it's a 3D animation thing, you know, early stages. And then all of a sudden, it just dropped off. But it was shown it could be done. Right. But say if it was done live action, like Sandman, could, could it be done? I would say it would probably be, like, maybe Sonic the Hedgehog. Maybe. 
but we're talking about Konami, not Sega. So we, so we would have to say, well, we're forced to say Silent Hill, the first <laughs> movie, Silent Hill. That's okay. the closest we can get to something. Because remember, the video game itself and uh, the ar- arcade uh, classic was uh, Konami. So right. you know, that's our only reference. The Silent Hill movie, the first Silent Hill movie, because yeah. Konami didn't want Hollywood to get in their grubby, nasty hands into it. Mm-hmm. So if it was like that, mm-hmm. hey, that's not bad. Right. <laughs> It'd be dark. <laughs> Damn. Like, All right. Well, poor Willie DeWitt. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then okay, and then Space Pirate Cobra. Well, okay, is why like is it every every, the, every is, okay? Let me ask. Do you think Cobra could it be done now? How advanced cinema technology and stuff like that, and TV technology is that, or or no? And why? No. Because every episode is completely different, and you know if you've read the read the, the the manga or you saw the anime and or saw the the original movie, um, each scene scenario or each episode or what have you is completely different. It is completely exotic. That means you have to go from probably, you know, bathing naked in in, in a, um, you know, you're. Like like that. What's her face? You know, she was naked in her in her shower, but for some reason, it looks like you're in the middle of the ocean. And you have to try, and you have, and, and then all of a sudden, you know, some mechas come after you, and then there's cobra, and then all of a sudden, you know, you go leaving the planet. Like, like, wow! It's it's each scene is too exotic to be put together, but it's done. Right. Not That's only, very expensive to do. Right. Not only that too, but also Cobra, Armor Lady, Crystal Bowie. Yeah. Yeah, you like, heard. Like said, yeah, it, you it, heard it. Crystal Bowie, and yes, the, the the creator of Cobra was a fan of David Bowie. Yeah. So everything is too exotic. Even even the freaking spaceship. What was it? The turtle. Yes. Even that thing is exotic. You can turn into a snake. You can actually turn into a box. It turns into its namesake. It can turn into an ice cream cone. I don't, it's too exotic. Right. Every scenario is too exotic. Yeah. And yeah, that's true. You know. But Sand. Well, but you know, Sandman. You know, is just one of that few that can actually can, can kind of pull it off. Kind right. of pull it off. I mean, I know there's going to be hiccups here and there, but at least, you know, you get what you got. But it was gotten through careful consideration. Yes. So they did their very best, and they took their time to get everything as as close to close or parallel to the uh, original source material as possible, without actually, you know, making a fifty million dollar elephant juggle balloons or something. If it was part of it, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah, throwing it out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. They did. It wasn't necessary. Right. Um, for me, Berserk, Records of the Lotus Wars, I don't think it's possible. I think, I think, okay, let me... I have a bigger list, but, you know, keep going. No, 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 but like I was saying, like, Berserk, I cannot see that be done live action. I think we will never have a... They can barely do it in animation. They can barely do that series justice. Like even the eight, the nineties one, 
and even the 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 3D animated ones that continue it. A lot of people hated it because it looked ugly at times. I didn't care because I was like, okay, at least we're getting something. And if it was, and if it was a live adaptation, the problem with it would be, yeah, almost you're gonna have to kill children. Why? Because they're actually demons that want to kill you, but they're disguised as children, and you're gonna be seeing their heads fly. I, I remember seeing one scene like that. And you think, you know, Guts was uh, like a heartless killer? No. He was disgusted with himself. He's like, he was throwing up violently. Right. After he killed all those those demon children. He's like, you know, I can't believe I killed children, but... And, you know, it's either me or them, but at the same right. time, it's like, I'm disgusted with myself. Right. Yeah, see, there's How are you going like- to translate that from, you know, 2.5D or traditional animation... To a live action thing, is that gonna work? No, 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 not only that too, but it's like especially the the the, the religious speak. <laughs> no, not not just that, but it's just the world itself of Berserk. There's times where you know the scenery changes from night to day, from lands of dirt and ash, volcanic stuff that of legends that would even make the 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 gardens of Babylon look a shame if there was any evidence of the gardens of Babylon. Yeah, there was. Well, look. No, there was evidence. Yeah, but no, but like I said, I digress. But it's only written. You know, from the sea to everything, it's really hard. I I can't, I cannot see anybody would do Berserk Justice live action. Records of the Lotus Wars, maybe that can be done. Because unlike Berserk, Lotus Wars was more real, was had more real realistic boundaries. I think that can be done. But another series um, that I think it's possible, but how the way things are business wise, I doubt it. Would be um, Animal Man. Grant Morrison's run on Animal Man. Mm. They've done a good job with Doom Patrol. They based the, the majority of the first three seasons off of Morrison's legendary run on Doom Patrol. And they've done a great job. They did. They, they, they brought the craziness and everything to life and everything and that's great Morrison's run on Animal Man was part psychedelic part deep in terms of philosophical ideas religious ideas even to the point of like Damn, are we horrible people or what? Even it, it's one of those series that you gotta read, and then once you read it, you're just like, when you're done reading, you're just like, God, I just went through a goddamn trip. How the fuck did I get here from start to finish? 
and another series that I I, I that I truly believe, no way in hell, they can never do it. Real life would be um, Armor Trooper Votums. Yeah, that's also too uh, too exotic. Whether you're be if you're doing with the mecha, either doing the mechas of the jungle or the first arc with the city, getting well, out of it. Not just that; it's more of the one issue that the animated series had that I think I don't think it was a curse; it was more of a blessing. It was the pacing. The pacing of the series was at times good and other times bad because there were downtimes a lot a good amount of downtimes but those down but that those downtimes played a huge role in the series because it helped told a broader story not only that the ideology <laughs> the the atmospheres the, the environments don't forget the politics. Oh, yeah. The crazy political politics in there from both sides of the war. And not only that, too, but also... Will they actually have the boss to show that one storyline? The genocide of an entire planet by the Red Shoulders. Oh, well, that was before the main series. No, 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 They, they did, they did a special on that one. It was like a little OVA. Mm. It was, yeah, but yeah, it was. If, if you haven't read it or seen it or anything like that, it's a, it's a really great series, really underrated. Um, they did an OVA about one of the bloodiest war plant wars that you know, like sounded like something that, you know, came out from Warhammer Forty K, but didn't, and it was. A battalion, an entire battalion of a hundred soldiers in mech suits did an entire genocide on one planet. Uh, best way to say it is um, Sherman's March to the Sea, but on a global scale. Mm. In one take. And I remember seeing that, and I was like, God damn, that's... That's like a hit punch in the gut. Kind of like in boxing when they hit you in the liver and stuff like that, and you know you're going to go down. Mm-hmm. It was like that when I saw that. And I I don't think anybody, if they were willing to do a live action, which is I, I 100% impossible to do, I know that mm-hmm. storyline is going to be like, no way. There's no way they can tell that story. Yeah, but sometimes stuff like that is a necessity. Yeah, honorable mentions. Uh, Super Dimensional Fortress Macross. Well, that depends on Leonardo DiCaprio. Nah, I don't want to get started with that. Uh, that, Galaxy Express 999. Well, technically they are in production of making a TV series out of it. But, you know, they even had a press conference with the guy who would play Tetsuro and then the lady who would play uh, Maytel. But so far, I might have to double check on it, like, how the progress is so far. Otherwise, I don't know. 
Yeah. Because I remember they ripped on uh, <laughs> the live a- adaptation of Space Battleship Yamato. <laughs> uh, yeah. That, that one was bad. Um, I might get flack on this one, but Usagi Ojimbo. Well, they're all they're all anthropomorphic animals. Yeah, but can you do a live action telling of it? No, because that's going back to Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, oh, and um, Conan, Red Sonia. What do you mean, Conan, Red Sonia? Like, okay. The two movies with Arnold Schwarzenegger were great. The Red Sonja film wasn't so great. When they tried to reboot Conan, was a horrible mess. They were going to try to reboot Red Sonja. Still haven't done it. There was even rumors that they wanted to bring back Arnold Schwarzenegger to continue the original movie storyline. That's up in flames right now. We don't even know what's going on. Especially, too, what's going on with Warner Brothers right now. That whole Discovery thing. Ugh. Just. I know we will never see another good Conan adaptation ever again. No. You know, or, you know, Red Sonja. Like, Prey, you know, Predator's Prey. That one was just great. But I hate what they did with the retconning. They retconned something. I just, ugh, God. Well, don't spoil it for the rest of the fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> just... Uh. It's like we watched it, we watched it with, uh, with, uh, with a family member. And when I saw... When I saw one particular thing, I was, I was just mad at myself. I, I was mad because I was like, you just redconned this. Why? Like, why? They had a great... That was a good story on its own. Family member asked me, what was it? I had explained it to him, and he was like, wait, what? I was like, yeah. No, they just redconned it. And then now I bet you the, 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 the other story of, of this is going to be redconned too. Um, yeah, so I'm just... Eh. <laughs> It's just why. Uh, he deserved better. Mm. He should have had his own series, some little mini episode or movie or, you know, 20 minute spot or something. Something. Shit. Yeah. Uh, damn it. All right, folks. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. I hope you guys have a wonderful time. Have a wonderful week. Next week, we'll talk about more crazy things out there in the world of pop culture. Uh, until then, I am Captain Cats. And I'm We Are Cats. I hope you guys, hope you guys have a great time. Have a wonderful week. Have a wonderful weekend. Stay safe out there. And we'll be back. Until then, take care. Yo-ho!